0: Blog Talk Radio
1: And welcome to the show. This is your girl, the Literary Diva of Blog Talk Radio. And welcome into, I would say, it's going to be a really good conversation with a really interesting featured guest, and I can't wait to bring him on. But first, shout out to everybody that's listening in live. We certainly do appreciate the many of you who take the time out to listen in however you can wherever you can, whether it's on your smartphone, whether it's on your tablet, your computer, at work, quietly, right? (laughs) In your room, away from the kids, whatever it is. Thank you guys so much. And also, we so appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us for so long. We've been a part of DTR since 2008. Can you believe that? For such a long time, and we so enjoy what we do. It's amazing the people that we meet here on our show, and I can't wait to bring our guests on, which is going to be in like a short minute here, but first, we want to tell you guys to head on over to Amazon or wherever books are sold and stock up on books, books, books. Remember, we know that the holidays are here. We know that your kids are asking for game after game and TV and this and that and a pair of Jordans and this and that, but come on. Books make the best gift. And for all of you parents out there, you're gonna to want to get our for, you know, maybe you know the father in the home or the brother or maybe the grandfather or someone, you know, because this book is really interesting and it's a different take. It's a different take on parenting and who's doing the stay-at-home parenting. So you're gonna not you're you're really gonna to want to listen in, um, but definitely. Keep up with your reading. Get your kids to keep up with their reading. It's nothing like reading these days. Reading helps us in in all aspects of what we do, conversation, whether we're trying to one-up our jobs, excuse me, our careers, that is, <laughs> whether we want to be writers, you know, and encourage your kids to read nightly. You know, I know that some of you probably have high school kids, and they say, oh, well, I don't need to read as much, but come on, people. Reading gets us to the next level. The more we read, the better we're going to be in what it is that we want to do. Our passions, our thoughts, our conversations, our conversations with our kids, don't just read just because, you know, it's it's like part of your education or just part of, you know, uh, uh, working on a new career or whatever it is. Read because it's a joy. Read because it's needed. It's necessary. So we want you guys to go ahead and get that reading in. So, but however, today's show is all about um, an author, a father that, you know, has switched roles in his life, (laughs) which I think is great, has switched roles in his life and has taken on the aspect of you know, being the person to stay at home. I can't wait to talk to him, everybody, and I can't wait for you guys to listen in. His name is Joshua Brath, and he's written an amazing book titled Daddy Diaries that's full of humor, and, you know, his take on just, this, you know, being the person in the home that's, you know, doing all the parenting, packing the lunch, talking to the kids, you know, not saying that the mom doesn't do it, but, you know, it's kind of like a role switch. So let's go ahead and bring in our featured guest, author Joshua Rapp. Joshua, are you there? Yes,
2: I'm here. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, I'm sorry. We're kind of having like a little bit of technical difficulties, and I don't know why that's kind of a given with the Internet. But nonetheless, I'm glad to have you on.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, Let me know if you can hear me clearly. You can hear me clearly?
1: I can. Oh, yes, I can definitely hear you Okay, good, good, perfect. Well, you know, when I read your book, I was like, oh, my God, this is a different take on, you know, like the modern dad. Well, I'm I'm sorry, the dad period, because the dad is the one that normally, you know, he has the job outside, the home. not saying that the mom doesn't, but normally, you know, it's the dad working outside the home and the mom, you know, she's doing most of the parenting, answering all the questions, dealing with all the craziness. And I loved your book because it wasn't so serious all of the time. It was funny too. And I really enjoyed that.
2: Well, thanks very much. Um, I think that uh, when you say daddy diaries to uh, an audience, um And we talk about oh the role revert the role switching in marital traditional marital roles. It is a book about it's a it's a novel about a dad who uh, was based on me. So in 2000, my wife and I had uh, a baby boy, and I was a writer um, working on being a novelist. Um, That was three novels ago, and um, so it was all about the art of of creative writing and fiction and. My work is sort of like combining truth and fiction. So if it says novel on the cover of the book, you can drive the story with truth and with non-truth, as opposed to it not saying novel, saying memoir or non-fiction, where it's important that you not say something that didn't happen to you. So it's kind of freeing. So I can draw from my own truth. Uh, 2000, we had a baby and I was a stay-at-home dad. But later on, when the kids got older, uh, I had also had a daughter in '03. Later on, after wow. two novels, I um, decided, hey, I'm going to uh, write a book about being this dad who is hands on at home. And my wife was the, the breadwinner going out and, and her, wow. her career began when my career began in our 20s. And
0: wow. we both
2: find ourselves in the same careers, strangely, but that, that does matter to this story. but. We were a family of four in Northern California, and my wife got a job in recession time in St. Petersburg, Florida, and we grabbed the family, and we flew to the East Coast, uh, very deep South, and the mentalities (laughs) of San Francisco and the deep South were very different, and the kids were off to school, and I said, hmm, I'm going to write about this. I'm going to write about my observations and and sort of frame it in this big transition from uh, the Pacific Northwest to the deep South. So that was the yeah. beginning of the Daddy Diaries, and I'm glad you thought how it was, was funny because uh, I, I aim yeah. to be funny <laughs> and uh, talk about the human, it? the human aspect of parenting. Certainly.
1: Yes. How was it? Rever- you know, I mean, how was it being the state? You know, the parent that stays at home. How did you? You know, in the beginning, what was that like for you? Dealing with all the kids and things like that. Well
2: huh. In the beginning it was one baby and uh I was sort of in boot camp to learn how to handle uh a human being that came home with me from the hospital.
0: <laughs> and of course my of course
2: of course my wife was there for probably a month or more. Um and yeah. then my I remember my mother in law and my mom saying, You do this, you do this, you do, da 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 <laughs> and I I absorbed it and there when when things got moving, you know, you get out of the house, um I uh Started to realize that there weren't a whole lot of dads at the playground, and as the kids got older, there weren't a whole lot of dads at the picking them up and dropping them off. And then, the times changed, and that's, this book is sort of um, the, mentioning that not only is it changing for for men in the household and for nurturing roles as parents, but it's changing um, quite rapidly, and and for, for the country, so. I think it's important to note that a person can be a very effective parent even by themselves, and and yes. it can be mom or dad. And, uh, and of course, we're realizing as we become more tolerant in the country that you can have two dads, two moms. So, but the key is to have one good parent, great parent, eye contact, the way they listen, the way they interact, the ability to apologize, the ability to um, um, to forgive yourself for. For, for whatever yeah. you know, whatever move you might make, because this is day in day out, and this is very very real. But the physical connection of I'm here all the time is is very key, and doesn't happen in all homes, of course. And so we see all kinds of people uh, born from different scenarios in in our American suburbs and cities and things. Things. So my work is all about you know cre- creating a reflection of what we are, and I do that through the sort of the intricate things that we. Uh, observe and do uh when we're home and, and uh connecting to the people that we love. So there's some really raw stuff in there, you know, and it's funny and it's and you and the best way to, to reflect that is to write characters that are vulnerable, just like real people. And so um it's an interesting time to re my first two novels, uh the first one's called The Unthinkable Thoughts of Jacob Green. It came out in two thousand four. And it's about mm-hmm. um, a family in the in the 70s into the 80s. And then my second book's called Peep Show, and that's about Times Square, New York, in the 70s, which what doesn't a name. exist anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And so this one was fun because it was, it was timely. You know, it's was like, oh, this is happening in the home. How do we know? You turn on the Super Bowl and the ads have dads wearing baby b- Bjorns and dads yes. doing nurturing things for kids. That's a reflection of us as a... As a country that began, um, certainly with the with the roles of marriage defined, and the dad with the yes. briefcase and the tie, I, I don't currently own any ties. I don't know if that's a negative to the audience. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so we're, we're 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 sort of a progressive uh, world here.
1: Yes, we are, and that's the beauty about us evolving as people, as parents, Mm -hmm. as individuals and things like that. How did your kids, you know, as your kids, you know, were growing up and things like that, Mm -hmm. what was their thought process about you being home? I mean, of course, they grew up with you being home, but what was their thought process about mom working and dad being at home?
2: I think because they grew up in it, that it wasn't. It was merely the same as the kids saying to mom in the traditional home, "When's dad coming home?" You know, When you know, yeah. looking forward <laughs> to dad coming home. Um, and m- in our scenario, mom, mom's a. Um, a, sort of a digital executive, meaning always in ga- the way that gaming has evolved into the internet, and she is a, sort of a digital guru. And digital is a big deal these days, so she's a big deal, and she's needed. And sometimes she's got to be over here. And so it's <laughs> as as my daughter as my daughter especially was aging, she was you know there would be certain words like you know we we we'd be sure to know when mom was coming home it was never going to be more than two nights away but we we did cope and still 12 year old girl would love to see her mom so it was my role to to say there's only so, there's only so much i can do i can be dad and i can be sort of mom but i can't be mom so we're going to yeah. we're going to write down how many more hours we have and and play with that you know and then and then live in the now i can't have a more bigger parenting advice uh, than appreciating the, the now and, and keeping the now calm as calm as you can. And that's, that's a vibe, that's a, that's a vibe, you know, there's your, there's your hippie word, but that's a vibe in the household and you know, like a certain electricity that is, that is um, created by whoever's at the helm. And I agree. You know, yeah. So this is a lot easier said than done. I mean, I, I turned out to be a pretty good parent, um a guy who writes novels, someone who sits by themselves for hours in a cubicle and creates <laughs> worlds. So the sa- the same personality had me home uh and and content observing people that I brought to the world growing up. So it was fascinating from a person uh, from an artist who plays with the human condition. So it's not for everybody, right? <laughs> Because you've got no, parents who haven't yes. you've got parents who haven't sowed their oats. They have no artistic outlet. They <laughs> they're still thinking about themselves. So their kids become yes. appendages. That's my first novel. If you're, if you're if you're if you're if the parent is if you're an appendage of the parent and you have to then follow all the interests of the parent or be in trouble, you know, that's the opposite of creating an individual. So Very true. blah blah blah.
1: How <laughs> how did you deal with You know, I I guess from a mom's perspective, Mm -hmm. you being the father at home, how did you deal with all of the girly stuff, all of the daughter stuff, like all Mm -hmm. of those questions that, you know, as a father, you're like, Oh my god, I can't believe, you know, my daughter's, you know, wanting to know this or she wants to go right. out on a date or something. <laughs> right.
2: Okay, well she's twelve and I only have yeah, two kids. So yeah, yeah. I have a fifteen year old boy and a twelve year old girl. So I'm gonna know I'm gonna be able to answer that question remarkably differently in the next two years. But um yeah. for now it's hey, mom's here.
0: <laughs> and
2: <laughs> and uh you know I I in the beginning there's there's the puberty thing and then there's the before that. I did all the tea parties yes. and you know I could go there. You got to yes. go there and have fun and see the child in yourself and that's part of the observation of this beautiful thing. Um but as 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 she's aging there's there are many women in her life. I you that's know That's great. So you, you, when you hear dad at home you don't necessarily see that we're we're a village unto ourselves. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just happen to be physically home on the day in, yeah. day out, but there's a whole world of women and who are wonderful listeners and caring people too, you know,
1: that's, that's what they
0: need. That's sure.
1: amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's, because that's, yeah. In the age of, you know, social media, I mean, with, you know, the kids being younger and younger, being on Twitter and Facebook and things just like that, you know, it's, astounding with the questions that they ask you. And I'm always like, Wow, where did you hear that from? Where did you get mm-hmm. that from? I don't mm-hmm. know anything about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so how did you deal I mean, so how do you deal with those awkward questions that mm-hmm. may come up? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um uh, well there's you may be referring to a scene in the Daddy Diaries which is like chapter three where um the father the father's put in a position to be bombarded with questions that the son is seeing on the internet and hearing from friends.
0: Yeah. And uh it, the,
2: the 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 internet stuff that he's hearing is sexual slang that I you know, I and people of my age did not know about or hear about. So in this fictional context the dad is just baffled. He's like well, I don't know what that particular term is. Let's let's Google it together, you know, as opposed to maybe a traditional take on what might happen if a, if a son came yeah. to a father and said, "Dad, what's the blah 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 And he's so blown away, he's got to stand and run from the room, you know. This 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 current day is I don't know what it is. Let's Google it, and we will survive it. You know, it's like I know. <laughs> we will survive this. We're gonna read it, and we're gonna get through it together. Um,
1: I think we uh, Google everything. It seems. Yeah. like.
2: <laughs> it's important. It's okay. It's okay to Google
0: things. Yes,
1: it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Talk to us about the other characters in your book. Your mm-hmm. the childhood friend and the brother, and mm-hmm. what the in, and how they um, were. Well, what that impact was like on the characters mm-hmm. in the book.
2: Well um the i think it's important to note that i um i write characters um that reflect um an amalgamation of people in my life so mm-hmm. i um wrote a, a character there was a first draft of the older brother of this character and he's an important character because he's sort of living a life of someone other than the protagonist like he's dating and there's there's mm-hmm. a there's a sudden divorce in his brother's life and he's dating and it's just a you know the the polar opposite of a world of a, of a man locking in to love his children and and certainly monogamy is a key ingredient in 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 really good parenting i would say which is very hard for Americans and people all over the world there's a certain seems to be a certain sacrifice in locking down with one person to create a family unit but I think we still have 40% success, but I think it's very hard to find someone to, <laughs> yes, I think people are really struggling, as you see with match.coms and things, to, to find someone that yes, you can
0: yes. be with for
2: your lifetime. You don't do anything for a lifetime before you say, I want to get married, you know, there's nothing you've done for a lifetime. So it's not easy, and you got to get lucky to some extent, and um But the brother is—he's the opposite. It's just—and everybody knows someone like this. The marriage is broken. He's going to date. He's going to fall in love. Wait, I love this one more. And so it's a—it's a balance of the two um, worlds of people of a similar two men of a similar age. Um, And I get—I go out on tour, and people are like, "Is this your brother, Zach?" (laughs) And I said. no, 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 no. The, the first draft, it was a whole other thing. And they're like, but you called him, a, you know, he's rich and you're not. And you called him a narcissist. I was like, wow, you guys think Zach's a narcissist? That's terrible. <laughs> no, Zach's just a success, not a narcissist. So um, that's that's part of being a fiction writer um, from the get-go is like, is this you? Is that him? And, and I'm like, well, oh, yeah. maybe if you're going to, you know, but but there, because it's fiction, I can I can draw from all kinds of things. But I um, so perhaps that's what you were leading to. And also um, mm-hmm. the character of the friends. Um, this yes. book also covers this book covers the relationship between a man and his five like high school or middle school friends, which is actually true for me. And then one everybody's sort of humming along, doing okay. And then there's one who's the wild card, you know, and he's the one. That everybody's like, "Wow, is he going to be okay?" And I don't know I'm not positive about other cliques. There's so many, and you know <laughs> I have these friends I have these friends I'm going to know when I'm eighty because I don't know any other way but to know them, and that's a beautiful thing. So I wrote about that in in the and, and it, that is also an interesting thing from the protagonist's point of view, where he's home alone, he's got this sort of thankless job, which is parenting, right? So you have to forget looking for credit, you have to just live it and do it well. And um, all of these guys, um, these particular guys are sort of going through that. And then here's this one representative of, of trouble and and, it, and how human is that, you know, you get, uh, there's just it's you know, reflect again, reflecting a t- a, a, our current time, which is um, interesting to do in the notion of leaving a book behind and having it be a timepiece yeah. for that particular time. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. But I love how your book comes together and it flows well because it's about, you know, it's totally about life. It, I mean, I do believe that, and as I've seen on Amazon in the comments, that people have, can relate to this story, even if they're not the stay-at-home Uh, mother or the stay at home father they can still relate in some way and and I think you did a beautiful job with crafting the characters and the backstory and things like that I think you did a great job
2: well that's so nice to hear I really appreciate that you sound like a true book person so I'll take that for (laughs) for (laughs) real
1: absolutely what has been the response from like a lot of your readers, because I read the comments on um, Amazon, and um, you know, it seems like you know you're like mm-hmm. because you're you are dubbed as the um, what is it? Um, the book has been branded as honest and heartfelt. It's a mm-hmm. great take on the 21st century of fatherhood. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it and it is because we don't really well now we do, but before it wasn't like, you know, fathers talking about their kids and, you know, um what's going on and things like that. But now we have fathers really putting it out there, putting their experience out there with their kids, being the being the parent that is staying home. Um how are you taking all of that in?
2: Um, I like being a stay at home dad. I feel empowered by the by the life that I was dealt, <laughs> it's kind of like you know who who are you and how are you going to fall into your role when it comes to uh, creating a family. And um, I remember my wife at a uh, at a very early age we were dating. At, well, we we've known each other quite a while, um, but we married at 27. But I remember her saying, um, "We're going to have kids, and and that's what we're here for." <laughs> Uh, to some extent and i remember thinking really that's what we're here for i mean i wasn't ready to be selfless i was still i was still building some you know you you should allow yourself to be the selfish person like like a true teen you know in high school who can't whose brain oh, yeah. doesn't allow them to empathize with anything you got to go feel that and 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 before you can turn the corner and say i've had so much of that that it's time for me to be selfless and it's in my best interest to be selfless Now, and then once you get cruising and the kids are getting older and there's a there's a good vibe, um, you're in a position to have them come back and be your not only your kid, but your friend, because now you're going to have two adults. And so in in hindsight, the childhood part becomes fleeting and it, it becomes very short. So now your sacrifice, which is to be selfless, is coming down to a pretty short amount of time if you can lock in. But,
0: uh-huh. again,
2: if you're a person who doesn't feel like you had enough of that selfish time, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to run out of gas. And it happens constantly. And the, and, okay. the, and the result, and then we're, our country is, is a little bit <laughs> brittle right now in, in various ways, but the result, it, when you're too selfish to be a parent, is a, a kid who's growing up not not having enough. Not having enough what? Enough eye contact. Enough, you're going to be okay. Enough, you know, po- potches on the butt. Let's get going. You're going to be good. Uh uh-huh. So the, it's yes. it's small and easier said than done. But it, in time, way after you and I, it would be good to get that parenting thing locked in. Since my 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 wife was right, this is the most important thing. Um, not to everybody, but yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yes, I so. absolutely
0: know what you, I absolutely know
1: what you mean. Yeah. Um. I want to ask you, um, where can the readers um, and mm-hmm. listeners keep up mm-hmm. with you on, like, social mm-hmm. media, email, or in yeah. places like that? And are you yeah. doing any book signings?
2: Oh, uh, yes. Um book came out May 5th. I've been on two physical, we'll call physical tours because I'm currently in a 10-day blog tour, which this is involved in which is great because I get to stay home. But um, two sections of touring. And then in 2016, I'm going to be um, in a bunch of places. So uh, that is all on my website, joshuabrath.com. Uh, just Joshua Braff, yeah. Um, over the phone, it sounds like S's. It's Zach Braff's last name, <laughs> but put Joshua in front of it. And... Um, I'm um sort of all over the internet right now in that I've embraced, you know, digital marketing as it were and it's uh yeah. it's been really really effective. You sort of judge that by seeing how many fans um jump on board and say, "Hmm, this sounds interesting." And that's been moving in a way that I haven't seen before. So, I'm very proud of that because I work hard on the books and in a time where lots of people put out all kinds of books and for different genres, uh mine are meant to stand the test of time in a sense, and so
0: Absolutely.
2: that that's how I would be separated from from um what you know what sort of pours out each year is that it's got a literary bend to it, but it's accessible and and moves quickly and is about humor and pathos and character development so i'm Absolutely. really it's been a good time and i th- and people like you i mean thank you very much for being being there since '08, that's impressive
1: <laughs> thank you yes Yeah. we are we are one of these um, I guess you would call it, uh, uh, groups of individuals that really love hosting authors no matter what because honestly I think a lot of us know what it's like when we first have written a book and it's mm-hmm. so hard for us to get our stuff out there no yeah. one wants to, you know, read it, and, you know, and it's on Amazon, and it's in the bookstores and stuff, but no one is really paying attention. So mm-hmm. we just developed, we found Blog Talk Radio, and we've been here ever since, and um, Della and her team is absolutely fabulous because they just put it out there and they do so much for their clients. So they are absolutely wonderful. Are you looking yes, on you, Della. any new stories? <laughs> are you looking <watching laughs> on anything new?
2: I am. Um, first sequel ever. Um, uh, taking the same protagonist from The Daddy Diaries and who is based on me, I would have to say, um, seems to be a good vehicle for this kind of observation. And I'm excited to, I'm excited to, I'm feeling really good about this. I've been writing well and feeling really good about this next book in that it's the first time I've ever begun a novel with an established character. (laughs) So um, that is freeing from the sense of how you begin. But I'm in first draft form um, and uh, I'm a guy who gets up in the morning and uh, bangs out stuff on the computer before I even eat or anything and um it's been really going well and so I'm excited that's right awesome. now for it's going to be a while but um I'm sort of humming along in a way that feels good I know a lot of writers out there ask about writer's block and things so I'm on I'm on the other side of that something's you know this is all this is a something that's been honed for my whole life and it's always kind of gotten better and as other writers would probably say, it's a muscle that um can be home, oh yeah so- oh, it's yeah. Been, you know yeah, so things are good i'm feeling have so i've written I've written really, really well, but in a really stressed state mm-hmm. <laughs> as i tap into as I tap into truths and things but um i li- I like the feeling of what's happening currently,
1: absolutely well, Joshua, yeah. thank you for your time mm-hmm. um thank you're you doing a really good um, I like chatting. I love chatting with you about your book and well, about you. your experiences because I think it just adds another perspective to just parenting in general that we all can take something away from. So thank you. And we wish you You're the best long. of luck on the rest of your tour. So thank you.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate I really like talking to you, too. I appreciate it. Absolutely.
1: And, oh, and we want to invite you back. Whenever. <laughs> oh, okay. Will I would definitely you take you up on it. Thank any you, so time. So, absolutely. Thank you. And um, enjoy the rest of your day.
2: You too. Thanks. Talk soon.
1: All right. All right, everybody. That was Arthur Jonathan. Um, I'm sorry, Joshua. I don't want to mess his name up. I'm so sorry, audience. Joshua Brass. He is a parent that's at home with his babies. 15 and 12, everybody, doing his thing, writing his book, pumping it out. My hat goes off to any parent that is staying home, any parent that is working outside the home. I think all parents have their roles. He's doing his, and it was a joy talking to him. So with that being said, oh, and don't forget to go get his book. It is available on Amazon.com right now, so get your copy before they go fast. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is your girl, Literary Diva Blog Talk Radio. This has been another interesting fabulous episode with the one and only author and father Joshua Rapp. And thank you so much for tuning in and God bless you guys.
0: can make you feel